Okay, we're just waiting for Ellie to come into the studio. She is carrying with her a photo album, and one photo in particular is going to be the cause for discussion, an anecdote, and the title of this particular podcast, Bald Eagle. Are we talking of the one... Honestly, we're talking about the one when I'm bald, aren't we? You're nowhere near the microphone, by the way. No, I'm not. I'm just putting the headphones on and moving forward. Oh, right, okay. There's not a lot of room in this... Oh, it's getting to us. (laughs) (laughs) It's finally happened. So not the one when you're a baby... Not the one I'm a baby. That's not very exciting. Oh, what a great anecdote that was. I was talking about the time when I was bald at university. That's a much more interesting, I would hope, story and hopefully more a bit lighter (laughs) of a story than when I was a baby and my hair fell out because of my cancer treatment. (laughs) Well, we could. (laughs) Welcome to the podcast, everybody. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We'll do the baby cancer special another time, Ellie. Uh, You know. It's such a terrible look on you. Well, we'll come to that very shortly. But before we do that, uh, well, I was just going to start, Ellie. Oh, but right, okay. as, we were, as I was coming out of the bathroom and entering the, the studio room, you told me a little bit of an interesting fact about the bathroom. Did Something I? Something you've discovered. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't know why so, you told me this, but... So I've been on TikTok. Because obviously we've been talking about TikTok last week because it seems to be where sea shanties is the in thing. Well, we had a look at TikTok a few days ago. We had a look at some of the sea shanties. Then we stopped looking at sea shanties. We got distracted looking at a, a video... Of of someone who has a pet monkey and oh, yeah, people monkey. send him presents and the monkey opens the presents and plays with the present and we watched <laughs> I don't know how ethic, ethical it is but we watched about 15 of those yeah. uh, things so we got we, we started off on a bit of a sea shanty mission out of curiosity and we got waylaid by uh, by monkeys but anyway you've been using TikTok for all sorts of different reasons now for recipes yeah I've been looking through and there's different things obviously that you can follow and there's may um, I remind you listeners this isn't even technically the start of the podcast. This is just started, like a little bit of a just... meet and greet thing. It's like we're just backstage at the moment, all right? Um, oh, I forgot what I was saying. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. May I remind so, your listeners so that this isn't the start of the podcast, no. so don't judge us on this. Okay. So I like cooking different things from around the world, different types of cuisines. I've been looking up recipes for Vietnamese and Korean cooking. Then for some reason, TikTok then took me onto a thing that's cleaning talk, and it's so weird. It's just videos of people cleaning their houses. And there's loads of ones of people cleaning their toilet bowls, scummy showers and kitchens. And some of them are really good because they've got some quite good tips. How <laughs> dirty are the toilet bowls before they're well, cleaned? Well, you can't tell because when they start them off, they've got like pink bleach or, right. or bathroom cleaner down it. What's the fact, though, that you learned? Yeah, so it's shown you how to take the toilet seat off of the toilet and then put it in the bath, how to disinfect it within the bath, and you can then clean the toilet bowl from it. So, so there you go, from sea shanties <laughs> to bathroom cleaning tips via monkeys. That's TikTok <laughs> for you, my friends. I put my first video on TikTok, but we'll come to that very yeah. shortly. Well, I don't know how much of that will have made it on the podcast. We've been talking now for three hours. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how much of it would have made it on. This is just what we have to talk to each other about now because That's... we don't go out and see other people or do any other things. We're just exactly. in the house together. Well, so... talking about being in the house, we will return to the bathroom very shortly on the podcast. In fact, we shall be all over the house. We shall be all around the Ooh. house on this week's podcast. We can't go around the houses because of no. lockdown restrictions, but we can go 
around the house. But anyway, I feel like I'm sort of telling you what's coming up on the podcast before we've done the official what's coming up on the podcast music and oh, yeah. the last week on the David Eagle podcast. I still haven't done a proper voiceover for this, Ellie. I say oh. a proper voiceover. What was wrong with your voiceover last time? So this is what we're going to do. You're going to do last week on the David Eagle podcast, bearing in mind what you've got to work with, the oh. time that you've got to work with. Last is that okay? The, oh, so, that, no, no, that's the time you've got to work with. Oh, I don't like okay. the pressure of it. This time I thought we'd mix it up. Yeah. So, listeners, of course, for the last two weeks, I have done the the, oh, you've no. done the David, I've done the Eagle, you've done the podcast, and we've both said the David Eagle podcast. This time, you're going to mix it up a little bit, you're going to do the the, I'm going to do the David, you're going to do the Eagle. <laughs> and Can we not just do one and then you play it every Do week? one. <laughs> well, many listeners have actually requested that we do one. We've read the reviews. No, I think keep it interesting. <laughs> well, well, maybe not keep it interesting. Let's go to try and make it interesting at some point. Uh, <laughs> okay, are we ready? So you know what you're doing? Uh, you know what you're doing. Okay, here we go, Ellie. Okay, okay, I'll tap you on the shoulder, though, when it's time to do everything. Here we go. Last week on the David Eagle podcast. Lobster before 9am, what were you thinking? Avoid pussyfooting. We've been doing it for 15 years, you bastards. Oh, it's the end of the good times. Mild xenophobia. <laughs> no, I can't. Please. I can't do it. <laughs> There'd been a little bit of fumbling, but oh, nothing... Oh, I might have to put an explicit oh, no. tag on this no. now. Fumbling, indeed. Talkie-talkie. <laughs> talk They were just so disgustingly <laughs> obscene. The. David. Eagle. Podcast. The, the David, David Eagle, Eagle Podcast. Very good indeed, Ellie. My goodness. Okay then, coming up this week on the David Eagle podcast with me, David Eagle. And me, Ellie Skinner. Very good. I do, sorry, I just, you probably didn't need me to prod you in the back to come in with that bit. Well. As I say, we'll be all around the house on this week's podcast. We shall return to the bathroom because I have a meeting tonight and uh, I really need to cut my hair because it is absolutely wild and so I haven't really got much time to do the podcast and get my hair cut. Ellie will be cutting my hair so we thought we could kill two birds with one stone and then we thought that's probably not a very ethical feature and uh, so we're not going to do that (laughs) on this week's podcast. Instead we are going to have Ellie cut my hair while you join us in the bathroom while that is occurring and I shall relate to you an anecdote all about a time at university when I had all of my hair cut off. I'll be explaining all about that. You'll be joining us in the bedroom. (laughs) Many people have asked for this, but it's not (laughs) what you've asked for. Ellie recorded me during the night, and that led to an accidental recording. Uh, So Ellie recorded me during the night in order to embarrass me, thinking that it might be uh, interesting to play on the podcast, but then didn't realise that she'd left the recorder running, and she is now, I would say, embarrassed herself a little bit. So we'll hear both of those recordings in the bedroom and we go to the kitchen on this week's podcast on our around the house special no expense spared my friends we head to the kitchen for the resurgence of a regular feature on such podcasts as the young'uns podcast herbal tea of the week well there's a little bit of a twist in the tale Mm. but i don't really want to trouble the doctor because i know he's a little uh, (laughs) busy with all of the covid stuff going on at the moment he's not just comedy on the podcast many people in fact say where's the comedy and the reason they say that is because 
because this podcast is just full of serious reportage and journalism. And you'll get that with our Herbal Tea of the Week feature. And also, of course, mainstays such as our in-depth study into time perception, What's the Time, Mr. Eagle, and a return of Cassette Roulette, where Ellie puts her hand in my big box, pulls out a cassette that I have recorded as a child or through my teenage years. I have all sorts of tapes. Whatever is on that tape, no matter how embarrassing or incriminating, will be played on the David Eagle podcast this week in Cassette Roulette. All that and more on this week's David Eagle podcast. Ellie, since we last, obviously last we last, since we last spoke, but we <laughs> spend all of our time together, but since we last spoke on the podcast, yeah. we were talking uh, last time about how crazy it is that sea shanties has suddenly become a global craze, and how this has sort of manifested itself on the social media video sharing thing, TikTok. Yeah. I'd never been on TikTok before, but I uploaded my first video to TikTok. Yeah. Now, it only allows for minute-long videos, but I uploaded a minute long version of the little mashup that I made because everybody's doing stuff with sea shanties and one of the things that I do is a project called the Youngins in the Mix. The Youngins being the folk band that I'm in and what we do with the Youngins in the Mix is I take folk music, I take pop music or music from all sorts of different genres and I force them together, <laughs> mix them together in odd ways and we've done a live one that you can hear. It's on YouTube, it's on David Eagle's Pick and Mix podcast and the Youngins podcast. The Youngins in the Mix which we did live at Fork East in 2016. Can't believe it was that long ago. But I've already got all of the material for a second mix and in fact have played many of those mixes and done many of those mixes at other Fork festivals. But we haven't done a podcast of the second mix yet. But I've got all of this stuff that most people haven't yet heard. And one of those was a mix of a sea shanty with Nirvana's Smells Like Teen Spirit. So I thought, right, I'm going to jump on this shanty <laughs> bandwagon. I mean, I say jump on it. It's what, we, you know, it's what we've been doing, as I say, for 50 years, but I thought we need to get some representation here, so I decided to do a Shanty Nirvana mashup. So all the material was essentially there, so I loaded it onto the mixing desk. I thought we need something visual going on, but yeah. I didn't really, we don't really have any budget or anything like that, because none of you bastards have donated. <laughs> Thank you very much. And I don't um, have the skills to make videos. So, but she can clean a bathroom like <laughs> the best of them. So what we did is we recorded it, I mean, many people know this, but what we did is recorded it with me doing a little bit of DJing, whilst also doing a bit of a jig on the couch and we put that on TikTok and all the various social media things it went absolutely crazy on TikTok it got about 500 views which is pretty yeah. good considering that that's the first video on TikTok and I didn't even advertise the fact that I was on TikTok on Facebook it's now reached about 13,000 views yeah. and uh, on Twitter it's gone over 17,000 views we've got about 30,000 views for this all in all the reason I mention this is because last week on the podcast we mentioned that we had a new fan Miles Jupp. Yep. Well, we've accumulated an, another celebrity guest since then, and I'm sure he'll be listening to this week's podcast. And it's all <laughs> because of our comedian friend Boothby Graffo retweeted my shanty mashup. One of the people who's following Boothby Graffo is the comedian, the actor, Rufus Hound. Yeah. And so Ellie decided, oh, he might be quite interested in this. <laughs> so I don't know why. Why did you do this? Because weirdly, I was asleep while yeah. you were doing all of this. So while I was asleep, Ellie was... On was a marketing on 
a marketing <laughs> mission. So what, what on earth went on? Well, I was just sort of lying in bed thinking I should get up and do something useful. And then I thought, well, I could just lie in bed and do something useful. And I saw that Rufus was on Twitter. So I thought I'd tag him in under Boothby's retweet saying, I think you might like this. And he said that he did. I was still asleep, but I woke up and, and found that not only did he then like that, but he then went on a bit of a mission to find other things that he went I'd on a done. David Eagle binge. He'd watched our live young'uns video that we did at Shrewsbury Folk Festival. He watched all sorts of things. And then he wrote a thing on Twitter saying, 12 hours ago, I had no idea who David Eagle was. Which I find staggering. <laughs> I mean, fair enough. Fair how could you what not? have you been doing? I don't know. Have you not, do you not talk to Miles? Uh, <laughs> 12 hours ago, I had no idea who David Eagle was. But now... I've watched it? hours of his stuff. I've all of it brilliant nuts. Oh, heartily yeah. recommend it and he sent that out he's got a million followers so he sent that out to his million followers saying oh, what a fan he is of my work <laughs> so there we go so last week I was having a bit of an existential crisis I was saying it's difficult to feel relevant in these times when you can't gig and that kind of thing <laughs> we've got Miles Job we've got Rufus Hound but it got me thinking a new celebrity guest which means we could play a special game with him at some point what's the time Mr Hound yeah. Yes, because we were talking about you yeah. know variations. Obviously, what's the time, Mr. Wolf? What's the time, Mr. Eagle? What's the time, Mr. Hound? Could yeah. be a future feature. Of course, there's still plenty of what's the time, Mr. Eagles to go. But when I eventually reach zero in that feature, but many people, if you didn't listen last week, you won't know what what's the time, Mr. Eagle is. But we'll get to that very shortly. Reminds me though. I forgot how many celebrity fans I have, Ellie. I remembered a few years ago, many yeah. years ago now, it had been, uh, what, 2010, something like that. I was doing a little community radio station, a hospital radio station, and I got this message from a massive celebrity at the time, mm. and I found it on a hard drive. I should have remembered this earlier, and I wouldn't have been feeling so down last week. Oh. It, was a, it was a message from Mika. Remember the pop star Mika? That person. Just like it. Exactly. That's not him in the studio, by the way. Anyway, so yeah, so it reminded me I got this little message from Mika, so I'll play it for you now, Ellie. This is, here we go. Aldo, this is Mika, and you're listening to David Eagle. I hope this bloody cold clears up, otherwise, I'm never going to be able to perform. So there we go. I hope his call did clear up. He went on to do more records, so yeah. I think he was absolutely fine. It was lovely. So, Miles Jupp, Rufus Hound and Mika. What a collaboration that will be. What a special Christmas yeah. podcast this is going to turn out to be. And Rufus is having to isolate at the moment, so if he? He, if he needs something to do, he's welcome to come on the podcast and come and chat about theatre and well, funny things. And we sh- I'll be good to have some funny things on the podcast. I know, it'd yeah, make a change. exactly. Yeah, we decided not to have a guest this time round because I just mainly because we've got so much to do, but also because I thought, well, if we have a guest every single week, there'd be a pressure to have a guest every single week. So the best way to do that is not to have a guest in the third week, and then there won't be as much pressure. Yeah, <laughs> it makes sense, doesn't it? I'm going to call this the No Guest Special. There we yeah. are. There we are. Oh, we know what that sound is. Oh, cassette roulette. Oh, is just, it time? I was just having uh, a look to see what was uh, next on the agenda, and I think we can all. Hear the sound of a cassette there means it's time to play the cassette roulette jingle. Put your hand in my big box, pull out a cassette. We have no idea right now what's on it yet. But then we press play, we'll hear what we get. It's time to play a game we call cassette roulette. 
Saw Cassette Roulette is a feature in which Ellie will put her hand... Well, the jingle said what it is, essentially. Yeah. We don't need to go on. Basically, Ellie's going to choose a tape. I recorded lots of tapes when I was a child, all up to my teenage years. A lot of them involving me doing radio shows, either to nobody because it was just me doing it in my bedroom as a child, or nobody because it was me doing it in a hospital radio studio that we didn't realise until six months in that wasn't actually connected to the hospital. So, because <laughs> someone had disconnected a wire in a, in a bout of community service. Before we pick out a new tip, we're going to do like I did last week. We're going to revisit some of the stuff that didn't feature on the tape that we picked last time, because obviously Ooh. I just had a cursory listen and picked things. Yeah. So we have other bits that I didn't put out last time. I've got two things very different, very contrasting in nature. I think maybe recorded slightly at different times, maybe a couple of years apart, but still on the same tape. Uh, the first one, Ellie, yeah. is me uh, singing a little song again. We heard previous compositions before. We heard rapping last time, we didn't did. we? It was a lot of rapping going on, very dramatic stuff. There's something that I think you can hear the folk influence in this one. So for those people who didn't listen last week, we were talking about 1994, so we reckon that I'd be about eight or nine. This is a song from my eight or nine-year-old self, and I think we've moved on from rap in this one, and you can very much hear the folk element. <laughs> And I think I've commissioned my brother as well, actually, <laughs> to play the harmonica as well. dramatic at the end there were a lion and an elephant suddenly <laughs> came into the picture and no doubt ruined the merry gathering unless unless they were having part of the merry gathering I don't know unfortunately that's where that bit ends so we don't know whether there's a bloody massacre just like the little the voice end. that you put on the merry so very folk influenced there. and you didn't even know about folk yet even in 1994 my friends wow uh, still at it then Rufus you see <laughs> right Okay, Ellie. Yeah. I'm just gonna... Oh, no. oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> Let something slip there. Oh, so, I've Ellie. Heard that before. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I didn't mean to press the button, but anyway. Oh, no, indeed. I didn't mean to press the button. But you've heard a little sneak preview. Okay. Ellie, you've heard me before getting angry, haven't you? Oh, God. Having yeah. rants. Yep. A lot of bloody hells. This is, I think, so far the earliest recording of a, a David Eagle rant that I can find. Oh, good. So, it must have been from a similar time, maybe like a year on or something, because it was on the same tape. So, I'm assuming it was around okay. about the same time. But I'm doing a little fake radio show at home uh, to myself. <laughs> Nothing's changed. Even though you will hear me say ladies and gentlemen quite a lot. There are no okey-dokes, oh, no though. Okey no okay. okey-dokes in this. And also, I'm, I don't swear I have some more creative uh, ways of expressing myself here. Okay. So, uh, here we go. One of my first ever childhood rants from probably about the age of nine or ten. Oh, no. Okay. Oh, no. Ah, why? Oh, what the hell? Oh, me. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm happy. I'll tell you why in a minute. Of a wax, whatever you say, I'm sick. Ladies and gentlemen, hang on. What is this? What is this? Oh, no. Oh, dear. <laughs> 
Why won't this work? So the microphone wasn't working, obviously, and yeah. I was getting very angry about that. Um, you have a very low voice for a nine or ten-year-old. I mean, you couldn't get more different to... No, no, no. Oh, no. <laughs> 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 but, yeah, your reactions to setbacks haven't really changed. With the, what the bloody hell I mean, is going more, on here? There's more swearing nowadays, yes. I would say. I found on my hard drive, yeah. now and again, if things go wrong and I... So I'm in the middle of sort of just calmly reading something like a blog or something like that, and then something happens, like uh, the blankets will fall down around me because I used to have blankets in the... Used to be in, in a, a cupboard. In a cupboard, didn't I? And I used to sit in the cupboard and then there's loads of blankets for acoustic treatment and if they just sort of fell down or something then a tirade of swearing would occur <laughs> which most of the time I would just take out of the podcast I sort of kept them in a folder just in case they were ever interesting to visit so we will have a, a couple of choice ones <laughs> I think what I find fascinating about it is how I'm calmly talking something happens I start swearing there's a tirade of swearing and then I just go back really calmly again so it gets it out of my system here we go uh, but of course I understand that it's obviously oh fucking shitting fucking stop it fucking fucking stop fucking stop it fucking stop it continue <laughs> very calmly so that that would have been while I was reading a, a blog post. This next one, Ellie, is in a more professional environment. I used to read for the blind newsletter. Well, you have so got a very lovely voice. I was David, asked so. to do the voice, and the, the, yeah, that's really—that's probably why they thought I had yeah. a, a lovely voice. Isn't that right, Rufus? Uh, <laughs> isn't that right, Miles? Same <laughs> by your voice, Mika. I'll do. Uh, I'll be called to clean up. So I used to have to read this newsletter, and it was all about the blind-related stuff that was uh, going on in the community or whatever. I'd read this out for the charity. Fortunately, this wasn't a live <laughs> newsletter reading uh, because I think at some point, I think my Braille machine that I was reading the thing. From might have slipped or something, and and it led to quite an infuriating tirade from me. Thank goodness this wasn't going out live, and obviously I did edit this out of the uh, actual newsletter. Unfortunately, <laughs> I remembered to do that, but I did save it as a possible outtake. And this is years ago. This is about uh, 2011. Caliber offer a wide range of books, including crime, bestsellers. Non-fiction titles, such as historical and biographical titles, as well as a large selection of titles for children and young people. There is also a commercial company. <laughs> Fuck off! Piece of shit. Idiot. David Eagle available for voiceover work. <laughs> but imagine, it's just the calm way in which I, it's just the way in which I'm sounding really calm. There's also a commercial, and then there is also a commercial company. Fuck off! <laughs> Shit! <laughs> idiot! <laughs> I love that you call an animal objects idiots every time. There, there are more outtakes to be had another week, but I feel it's really time that we get on to this, this week's, week's cassette roulette. Cassette roulette. Ellie Skinner, yeah. you have a big box yeah. full of cassettes. You're going to take a rummage and pull out a tape. Whatever is on it will be played. There you go. Okay. That's the sound of the tape, <laughs> just in case you don't believe us. Okay. Let's... I'll just put it back in the box. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I nearly fell off the chair. That good. <laughs> 
this, this one. We thought it was this one you remember. <laughs> well, I saw where you dropped it yeah. back into. Excellent. Well, what slapstick here? <laughs> and then I'm really if you'd have fell off the chair, chair and I went, you fucking fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we should warn you, this podcast may contain swearing. Uh, <laughs> Let's find out what's on it then. So what's going to happen is Ellie's going to re- leave the room. I'm going to have a tentative listen so I can find out some good bits uh, what's on it. And then we'll come back and I will press play and we'll hear what's on this cassette tape. It's time to play a game we call Cassette Roulette. Well, Ellie, hmm. this is a very different cassette to the previous two. Oh. Because it doesn't involve me. Oh. This is a cassette full of recordings, which I think are probably from about 96, 97. And they are taken from radio talk shows in the region. So that's oh. the northeast of England. Late night radio talk shows. And I would listen to a lot of these. I found them absolutely fascinating. I remember my dad would say, why, you know, you listen to these talk shows, you should be reading, you should be reading books books, you know, and educating yourself. And at the time I thought, well, this is an education. And it, it was an education of sorts. What I absolutely, what I found fascinating about the talk shows is that it would just be all strands of life. And it would be on various different radio stations. And you'd also have like regular characters who came in and you had some people who clearly had like mental health problems who, you know, would sort of call in about various things. And But you'd also hear about uh, people's relationships. And, you know, when you're 10 or 11 uh, or 12 or whatever, you don't understand a lot of what's been talked about and they're discussing political matters and they're talking about you know drug problems in the area and you have a lot of maybe right-wing commentary on these programs as well either from the presenters or from the people calling in also you have moments of beauty moments maybe where friendships are formed lonely people are able to call in in the night and so it's a wonderful mix of eccentricity entertainment and information i suppose a real insight into the region so i'm going to give you now some choice highlights Again, I use that word uh, in adverted commas because, well, there's some very interesting bits. And, and the first clip I'm going to play you, Ellie, relates to uh, a thing that I talked about last week. Remember when I played you the xenophobic radio jingle? Yes. That launched Heart Radio in, in Bedfordshire, which yeah. I don't know if it was, that was in the 90s. I don't know when it was. Just to give you a little recap for you here. This is how Heart Radio launched. Within 10 seconds, they'd uh, already uh, mined xenophobia. Okay, it's early, but let's raise it. Cheer. You made it through the night and you're still here. It might be dark and cold out there, but give it a chance. Count yourself lucky, you could live in France. So, uh, for so some reason, within 10 seconds of the radio station launching, having a go at the French. <laughs> Also, it doesn't make sense, that jingle, because it says, I mean, firstly, what's wrong with living in France? But also, it says it may be dark and cold out there, but give it a chance. Count yourself lucky you could live in France, which is going to be less cold. Yeah. So it doesn't make any sense. It, it, I know it's dark and cold out there, but give it a chance. You could, you could live in France. So it makes absolutely but no sense. you'd be surrounded by the French, That's the you? thing. So that'd be the problem. I'm now going to play you a clip from, as I say, about, about 96, 97. This was a caller who called in to uh, give his opinion on the French. The French. All they're good for is uh, eating frogs and making brandy. Really? I think they've got a couple of good scientists. Well, I think, I think, uh, I think brandy, they make good cheese, they make excellent wine. Oh, but I, I could have all of it. Oh, of course they do. Yes, yes well, definitely. Then. Well, they are. But when you say it's a romantic language, mm. you know, I've never heard so much re- revolting bloody language, excuse the language, in all my life. <laughs> Pardon my French. <laughs> French. 
I'm afraid if it was my brain, I would withdraw it from the school and take it away from the colloquium. You take it away from the colloquium? I, I, I take it away from that school that doesn't learn French. I don't like the French. I'm prejudiced, the same as that young lady. Well, it's being stupid. That's absolutely you dickhead. So? You're a total dickhead, for God's sake. The French well, are people like anybody else. They go out the bog, they get up, they sleep, they cry. Yes, they of course they do, yes. And they're always mourning and groaning. Well, we you're, the one, the shit twice you're the one, way, you're the one who's mourning. You're the one who's mourning. I'm going to talk about the French. I dislike them, full stop. Did, <laughs> he, did he say we've dug about the shit twice? <laughs> I think so, yeah. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> but, uh, so, I, just, I don't think I've heard a radio presenter call someone a dickhead before. Ah, oh, this is the North East, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> but look, so far, he's the presenter. Incidentally, he was a comedian in the North East. He's dead now, unfortunately but uh, Mike the Mouth Elliot, he was called. A very eccentric talk show host. He, he does quite well in this one, he, yeah. in defending the French, in, in fairness. I'm not sure if you'll uh, agree with his approach oh, in God. the next bit here, because this caller then goes on, after he's had a go at the French, then goes on to have a go at uh, another faction of society. The one who's mourning. You're the one who's mourning. I'm going to talk about the French. I dislike them, full stop. I'd just like to talk about uh, drivers, especially motor cars and taxis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean? Oh, aye. I know well, what taxis listen, Well, I think people of both sexes should be made to uh, retire from driving at the age of women, 65, men, 70. No, 60. <laughs> Both of them, 60. Far well, too well, old. Both, do you think so? 60, well, in fact, well, I, well, I'm should women I'm... be allowed to drive? That's the question you should be asking. Should women be allowed to drive? And should men, men should be stopped at 60? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, see, I yeah. bet you've had some narrow escapes from women drivers, have you? Oh, I have, yes. Oh. I, I... <laughs> <laughs> God! I mean, I don't know whether he's kind of just... Doing it to take the piss. Yeah, or, or what, I don't know. This just reminds me, because I went to university in Newcastle and I did take some late-night taxi rides home and the taxi drivers would always have this type of show on and it would all be always be someone calling in and moaning about stuff yeah. and just being horrible. And it's this weird thing that everybody thinks Has that their opinion. opinion should be heard. That's the thing, isn't it? Like, you can have an opinion, fine, but you don't need to share it with everybody. Yeah. So if you disagree with John us podcast. about... <laughs> if you, exactly. If you disagree with us about the bathroom cleaning methods, yeah. then we don't want to hear your... We don't need to... Yeah. But we would appreciate any comments. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we need something to talk about. We do, because so far, <laughs> the only comments we have... Well, we talked about the people were concerned that we actually were having relationship counselling, even though it was clearly a joke. Everything this week, fine. This week, all we've had is really enjoying the podcast, which is really good to hear, yeah. but... Can't really just read people out saying we're really enjoying the podcast. So, have you got any views about the French or women drivers? <laughs> Get in touch. Or French women drivers. Oh, God. Even worse. <laughs> and then, on the same tip, Mm-hmm. I must have been flicking through the different radio because there was like three talk shows going on at the same time in the region. I would just like flick between the different ones. I then flick over to another radio station. Right, this is another radio station yeah. on the same day. Mm-hmm. A different talk show, different talk show host, and this is what's been talked about. We'd just like to say that women drivers are very, very uh, crap. Uh, they just drive about in powerful cars and they just don't know what they're doing. Even on the telly there was a documentary saying about how crap they are. 
I love that, even on the telly. Well, it was even on the on telly. The there we go. This is like trending on Twitter before Twitter was a thing. This is the thing, this isn't is so it? Weird. Yeah. And you see these tweets released. There's something slightly comical about like listening to the ridiculousness. Being read out like a fact. Yeah. But in fairness to the talk show host, Ellie, that wasn't his views, was it? That wasn't his views. That was okay. him reading out someone else. So let's give the talk show host a chance. Oh, God. Okay, here we go in this next clip. Typical woman. Well... So that's the talk show horse. Good start for the talk show horse. The same one who read the email out. Typical woman. Well, don't blame me. I mean, blame me. Well, who else am I going to blame? You're a typical, you're a typical, typical woman. Hey, I'm not doing bad at teaching myself. Either. Kate. Yeah. Ian's just said, are you doing the the at as in the symbol at? Yeah. Yes, she is, Ian. Yeah. He's just checking, you see, because he knew he knows you're a woman, <laughs> and a woman trying to use a computer. Well, there you go. Do the two go hand in hand? <laughs> what is going on? And I know, I think, in, I can't want to say in fairness, but I suppose it's, it's of its time in a weird way, isn't it? But now that would seem so out of place. Also, she's just said, I'm doing all right teaching myself. I really hope that's not teaching herself to drive. No, it's computers. Oh, OK. We're talking yeah. about computers, aren't they? OK. Typical woman. <laughs> Unbelievable. Well, I just, I just wanted to clear it up. Unbelievable. Typical woman. Exactly. There we go. I'm going to have that as a little catchphrase, Ellie. We're gonna, I'm going to become a shock jock. You're going to say something silly. I want to talk about cleaning bathrooms. Typical woman. Oh, <laughs> kind of thing. I'm going to talk about David Eagle making his own tea. <laughs> All right, I've deleted it. I've deleted it. Okay. Oh, God. She's got to cut my hair later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. For your video call. Yeah. Oh, dear. Right. That's some... me not getting any work now. I'm going to turn up with a God knows what haircut. Oh, well, you can't have a shaved head because you just look awful. It was, as we have uh, established. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that very shortly, though. Mm. Don't jump the gun, Ellie. Oh, Typical sorry. woman. Unbelievable. Anyway, so now <laughs> we're on the same one here. We're sticking with, uh, this is on TFM, yep. and, uh, and Richard Kell, the talk show host, name and shame. Hello, Richard, if you're listening. One one of the callers calls in to talk about a previous caller yeah. uh, to the week before. Yeah, hey, I was listening last week, right, and that laugh. Which one? The one about the girl. She thinks she's pregnant to her friend. <laughs> oh, God, I was in the stitches. What, she used a condom the first time? <laughs> not the second and third. But not the second and third, because they'd ran out. Why didn't she use it the second time and not the first and third time, then? Well, you tell me. Wait, uh, hang on, how does that work? Is any yeah. logic? So she used the condom the f- a first time, yeah. but they'd ran out, so they didn't use it the second and third time. Stupid logic. But <laughs> he goes, oh, it makes absolutely no sense. I mean, why didn't she use it the second time, but not the first and third time? The reason they used it the first time is because they had a condom. They didn't yeah. use it the second and third time because they'd run out. I'm not defending that decision, but surely they wouldn't go, what, they, what he's <laughs> suggesting is we should we're going to run out of condoms. I've only got one. I'll tell you what, why don't we not use it the first time? Save it up for the we'll next one. We'll use it the second time. Yeah. Now, it doesn't make any sense, but he's presenting that as, like, she's stupid, but he's just said the most stupid thing ever. Typical man. They'd run out. Why didn't you use it the second time and not the first and third time, then? Well, you tell me. Oh, God. Women, man, nowadays. Now he's going on. And also, is, yeah. is there no responsibility on the man to be providing some condoms? That's the thing. Why is it the woman's fault here? Well, she's the one who's got herself pregnant. Yeah. Well, you tell me. Oh, God. Women, man, nowadays. Is that, what do you mean? Yeah, these teenagers, they don't know what they're doing. And how old are you? I'm 17. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong! Weird oh. on so many levels!
rules. If there ever was an argument for free contraception for all. Meanwhile, on another radio station, another talk show oh, host, God. you might think, oh, surely there's got to be one more left-leaning, maybe sort of liberal-minded talk show host out there on the airwaves. Well, let's find out as we skip to another radio station and hear mm. what another radio, uh, talk show radio host is delivering to the people. I don't think married women need this tattoo on the head. They don't need a tattoo on their head. They don't because I know a lot of people who wouldn't don't know. What, like married that. women that wouldn't do now? A lot yeah. of them like a bit of slap, love. They wouldn't. A bit of dinky-doo, one-two, buckle my shoe. They wouldn't. A bit of heave-ho. You got You can't trust a lot of these married... Women have always behaved badly in this country, love. You know, as soon as the husband's out the road... And unfortunately, that's where I stopped listening. Whoa. Even back then, I realised, oh, this is rubbish, so that's where I stopped listening and moved on to something else. Although I did return a little bit later on. This is maybe about half an hour later. Uh, let's see if his subject matter has uh, changed at all here. Middlesbrough is the only other place in God's earth where the women's bums have dropped, the same as Barnsley. You look at a Middlesbrough woman's bottom, and I can guarantee it'll be the best part of a foot lower than you'll see anywhere else. Right, I'll have to check that out. <laughs> <laughs> that was what was on the airwaves in, oh. let's say, 97 in Teesside. <laughs> no wonder you grew up to be a misogynistic prick. <laughs> uh, I mean, I feel like there was a stat about teenage pregnancies and Stockton, Middlesbrough being quite a high oh, it was indeed, area yeah. for, for a bit. But I've apologised for that. <laughs> um, unfortunately, we, we were doing really well. Hartlepool was teenage pregnancy capital of the country. Oh, well done. And uh, then, unfortunately, in a really dark day for us, we discovered that we'd been usurped by oh. Burnley. Oh. And it was a very dark day indeed. The flags were at half-mast. Yeah. Uh, not the only things were, were at half-mast. It took, took, us, took us a while before we could... But then we thought, no, we're not going to achieve anything being half-mast, lads. Come on! Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> right. See what I did there, Rufus? Oh! Thank you, my friend. <laughs> Right then, Ellie. Yeah. It's time that you and I head into the bathroom. Okay. Because, uh, well, before we do that, though, describe, Ellie, the picture that you have okay. before you here. This so... is taken from my university days. Uh, Ellie will describe the picture, and then we shall head into the bathroom for an anecdote while Ellie cuts my hair. Okay. You have a fully shaved head. And it's not like shaved to short. This is like you've obviously had a razor and gone, like, skin I level. indeed. In my university days. Days. I'll explain why I did that, but I think we should head to the bathroom because okay. it's uh, 25 minutes past two and I've got this meeting at eight. We need to finish this podcast and get my hair cut, so I thought, let's just do the two things together. You've got to go and get your clothes off, David. I will, so <laughs> join me shortly. Maybe I should put some sort of sexy music underneath. And uh, you could do some commentary for the listeners. Oh. But we'll do that again. We'll do that for the donators. DavidEagle.co.uk. Special treats coming your way yeah. if you donate to the podcast. <laughs> right then, to the bathroom. Yep. Got the curtains open here. <laughs> anyway, there we go. Curtains are shut. Nobody can see unless one naked bottom. Oh, t- oh, I thought you were going to say that. <laughs> Little indeed, I was thinking. <laughs> well, what were going to say? I've got a little bottom because I'm, I'm not a because I'm not a woman from Barnsley or Middlesbrough. Isn't that right? <laughs> the clothes are off. We're in the bathroom. <sighs> Don't say not take you anywhere, <laughs> listeners. Heading into the bath. Yeah. Shall I move this screen yeah. over here? 
And the reason we're so doing screen, let me just, I mean the shower screen. We're yeah. not recording, well, this is, if I get too excited, this isn't being televised. You can't see this anywhere. This is my second TikTok video. Unfortunately, we've only got a minute. Sometimes uh, that's all I need. So oh, oh, oh. As we proceed, I shall tell you an anecdote of when I was at university. So, on go the clippers. Okay, turn your heads that way. So, when I was at university, I suppose I was a lot more shy. This is before. I had the backing of Rufus Hound, Miles Jopp and Mika. I wasn't as confident and self-assured as the David Eagle that you, I was going to say see, but fortunately not see listeners because I'm digging in a bath. But, so I got drunk with a few lads. I can't remember how it got going, but someone suggested that they should shave my hair because then they could call me Bald Eagle. I probably should have went, said, oh, that's an absolutely ridiculous idea. But because I wanted to fit in, it was the first few days of university, I thought, because I wanted to fit in, I went, oh, that's a brilliant idea, yeah, let's do that. So, in a way, just to fit in, I acquiesced and decided to go along with this. And so there was much excitement was had, and a group of lads stood around me and took it in turns to essentially shave all of my hair off, <laughs> giggling wildly. And I thought, oh, in a, in a, in a spirit of bonhomie, and sorry to use French, uh, I giggled along, thinking I'm one of the one of the gang. But actually, I think they were just mainly enjoying exploiting the, my loneliness <laughs> and desperation to fit in. They shaved all of my hair off, and one of the reasons I think, for some strange reason, I, I thought, oh, this will make me quite interesting to everybody as well, you know. And it, in fairness, it did make me very interesting. But it made me interesting to the complete opposite people that I wanted to be interesting for because what it meant was women would just absolutely cower and would recoil because of this. Meanwhile, all of the men would absolutely loved it and wanted to and would just start stroking my bald head. So I got so much male attention, but absolutely no female attention whatsoever. So it completely backfired on me. And that's why I'm gay. <laughs> Um, yeah. Hang on a second. <laughs> Told you there was a bit of a twist in the tail. Uh, well, <laughs> what can I say? Nigel was an aggressive lover. Um, <laughs> anyway, it was my cousin's wedding a few weeks later, so my dad came to pick me up, and of course I was still completely bald. And I turned up at my cousin's wedding with this bald head and completely stole the show for all the wrong reasons. And the person who was taking the photographs was diplomatically trying to get me as far away from any camera as possible, <laughs> essentially. My nana was so horrified by it. A few months later on her deathbed, oh, uh, she, no, she didn't have a heart attack or anything. I didn't, I didn't cause it. But she basically told me that in no uncertainty I should not have it done again. She was very dismayed by the fact that I'd lost all my hair. We're all around the house and we know that she's probably only got a few hours to live. She just lost consciousness very fast. Keep it light, keep it light. I was saying goodbye to my nana and everything. It was very emotional. And at which point my auntie, and my nana was showing no signs really of consciousness. She was just making little moaning sounds and stuff, kind of like a French person. At which point my auntie said, you're going to promise your nana, aren't you? that you're never going to shave your head again. You're never going to go bald again, aren't you? And I had to promise my nana on my deathbed. And when I did, her eyes opened and uh, apparently she, she smiled and uh, momentarily and sort of did like a noise, which sounded like a groan, but could have been a cheer. It was like, oh, so <laughs> I knew there was no way that I could go bald again. So that's the story of the bald eagle. Wow. Meanwhile, Ellie, how are you getting on? I'm just trimming bits around your ears. So I've done the back. 
That looks quite neat. I'm quite pleased with that, though. Oh, excellent. Hooray. I haven't ruined you. No, you have. <laughs> not in a hair, Does it feel a bit lighter, like you haven't got as much hair on your head? Because you haven't. Indeed, <laughs> <laughs> it does. Like, this is that classic it's, hairdresser chat, isn't it? It's not esoteric and philosophical hair, but you're <laughs> quite right, Ellie. Anyway, I'll let Ellie continue cutting my hair. I don't want to make her laugh too much, which is no. very difficult when I'm talking, because it's hilarious. <laughs> or when you're It's a bit dangerous when she's cutting my hair. It did remind me when I, I wasn't a hairdresser once. I was making the hairdresser laugh so much, and I thought, I should really stop doing this, because she's like rocking backwards and forwards. And I thought, apart me, it was a, it was a difficult decision to make, because apart me was really loving the fact that I was entertaining her so royally, but another part of my fact was worried that she's going to chop my ear off. <laughs> and it was a sort of a gamble, because my ego, I didn't know which one would, was going to win out. Was it going to be my ego or my health and safety concerns, my yeah. self-preservation concerns? Do you remember that time we were in London and you were getting a haircut, I think it like a Turkish hairdresser's or something, and then the guy doing your hair, I had like brown hair with purple and pink and blue streaks in who's like oh can i fix your color i was like no, no. thank you i'm quite happy with it oh no it doesn't look good it's like well, it's fine it's it's kind of what i wanted <laughs> don't need anyone fixing the color oh no i need to fix the color for you now honestly it's <laughs> They kept trying, and I was interesting just... sales technique. Your hair looks crap. I can, <laughs> yeah, I can fix it for you. Yes. I can make your colour better. It would have got even worse though if you just said, "Look, I, I, I'm not even going to charge you for it. I just need to fix his hair. In fact, I'll, I'll give you a fiver. Let me fix <laughs> this okay. atrocity of a haircut." And this is the woman I'm letting cut my hair. <laughs> Put that bleach down. <laughs> Some people get a thrill from deviant crime. I'd rather play a game where I guess the time I don't wanna be embroiled in matters illegal I'd rather play a game of what's the time, Mr. Eagle It's serious journalism time now Because of course this is our study into human time perception uh, in particular we're starting with me but we will of course be going to other people with animal based names uh, later on in the series Rufus Hound already queued up I'm sure <laughs> Miles Jupp thinking of changing his name to Miles Kestrel just so he can get involved in the feature so let's uh, look at the statistics last time let me just uh, very basically for those people who aren't aware of what the feature is even though the, the jingle pretty much says it the idea is that Ellie over the course of the week will uh, press record on her phone i'll have no idea that she's recording she will then say what's the time mr eagle at which point i will realize that she is very much indeed recording and we are doing a podcast feature i shall then no matter what i am doing whatever situation i am in move into my very professional uh, different style of being when i'm doing a podcast i'll move into that professional mindset that you all know and love and i will also while doing that guess the time ellie will inform me how out i am we will do three over the course of the week, she yep. will hoist three What's the Time Mr. Eagles upon me. We will add those up to find out how out I am. Ellie will also be taking an average as well, and we'll be um, viewing other statistics such as do I guess early or do I guess late more. We'll work out my personal best as well. So there's lots of things. It's not just a, a total. There's lots of different strands to this, ladies and gentlemen. But we'll be with you every step of the way. Ellie, let's have the stats from last week. So last week you guessed... 47 minutes out, you guessed 5 minutes out and 30 minutes out, so a total of 82 across the week. So that surely can be beaten, that's yeah. pretty bad stuff. And the average was 27.33 minutes. Okay. Yeah. 
And you were early twice, late once. Okay. Let's see how you do. And of course, a personal best of five because there there was one good one where I was only five minutes out, but unfortunately let down by the other two. Okay, let's find out what happened this week in What's the Time, Mr. Eagle? What's the time, Mr. Eagle? What's the time, Mr. Eagle? Oh, oh goodness. I think 11.32. It's 11.11. Oh, oh, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) What's the time, Mr. Eagle? What's the time, Mr. Eagle? Well, this is very exciting. This is our first kitchen base. What's the time, Mr. Eagle? You join me while I'm doing the dishes. Yes, I still do the dishes. We do not have our own butler because we hit the donations. Haven't reached that point yet, people. Come on. Three, no, seven minutes past one. It is 12.26. Oh, bloody hell. (laughs) What's the time, Mr. Eagle? What's the time, Mr. Eagle? Straight in with this one. Seven minutes past one. Oh, it's one minute past one. Oh, oh so close. I nearly got my personal best, but it still <laughs> remains five minutes out. Oh. What's the time, Mr. Eagle? I only put that together a couple of days ago, and oh, when that happened there, when I was six minutes out, and I thought, oh, even that gave me a shock, and I was there at the time. I was there both times. I was there when I guessed it. I was there when I edited it, and I was, I was there now. That still... I'm sure you were there listening to that for the first time. You're like, oh, it's so close to his personal best. And that is the thrill of the game, my friends. <laughs> I know there were a few people, a few doubters at the start, but I, I doubt there were any doubters now. <laughs> apart, apart from people doubting that there were ever doubters uh, of what's the time is Dore Eagle. So the first one, I was 21 minutes yeah. out. The second one, I was 41. Okay. And you were late guessing there. 41 it? minutes out. And the third time, as we established, very gripping moment there, six minutes out. Didn't beat my personal best of five. I was only one minute out. So the personal best of five still remains to be beaten. However, I believe an improvement, Ellie, yeah. from the 82 points out that I was before. You're now 68. So out. there you go. That's an improvement of 16, I believe. No, no, 18. No, 14. 14. <laughs> this is why I do the math. <laughs> 14. Uh, and your average is now 22.66. Which is an improvement of? Some. <laughs> what did I say? 22.7. 22.66. So that uh, is what? So 4.1. 4 points. 4. 4.7. 4.7. Okay, so I hope you're following all this. We really need to get some kind of diagram up. I really do feel that we need to think of something. I will, yeah. A bit on the website where people can click on it. Follow the stats. Exactly, as they go on. I mean, I'm sure there are many people at home who are already doing that, choosing their their own, own. whether it's a spreadsheet, a database, whatever kind of diagram that you prefer to use. Um, And if you're homeschooling at the moment, this this is is a perfect opportunity. I mean, don't let the kids listen to the rest of the podcast. No, no. David's saying fucking bollocks all (laughs) over the place. But you can withdraw the statistics and you can give them... Or just pay this segment if there's a demand. Yeah. for it I'll just clip the what's the time Mr Eagle I mean obviously yeah. now not this bit not where you, just you said, said fucking bollocks, bollocks but <laughs> <laughs> but you know you've got raw statistical data that the children, children can use for different types very of, different types uh, of mathematical 
demonstration. We'll find out what happens next week, whether I get better, whether I get worse. So many statistics to be had, so much fun to be had. I know you'll be disappointed, but that's the end of this week's What's the Time Mystery Eagle? What's the Time Mystery Eagle? Uh, right. <laughs> I was trying to press the button for it to come in, but I'll just sing it. What's the time, Mr. Eagle? Some harmonies over the top, maybe. What's, What's the, the time, time, Mr. Eagle? Oh, you see, we've got the magic. Who needs the other two? We need Sean and Michael. There's a new duo in time, Rufus. And you have Michael this week, either. I haven't. You're quite right, Sean. OK, it's time for us to head to the bedroom. Hang about... I was just yeah. about to move on. We haven't done the statistic on guessing too early or too late, have we, Ellie? So last time, if you remember, Ellie... It was too early, one late. OK, this time I guessed too late three times. Right, let's get to the bedroom. So, Ellie, yeah. you heard me snoring during the night, which is not something I normally really do, apparently, and you thought the snoring was interesting enough to record. Yeah, so I sometimes wake up a little bit earlier than you do, and, uh, yeah, and get on with the marketing. Yeah, <laughs> see what celebrities we can snare this time. And you were just like you're—you're you're not really a snorer. You're a gentle breather as you sleep. On this occasion, I was just—and it went on for about 15 minutes. So I thought I need to record this because it'll be quite funny if I surprise him with it and he can then use it on the podcast because it was a weird noise. You, well, I don't want to spoil it for the listeners. Well, it'd be interesting to hear you doing an impression of it. I well, suppose, I don't think really I can do an impression be- of it. But but okay. it's more that I felt you sounded like a cow. Let's hear this then. I wouldn't ordinarily play this, but the reason I'm going to play it is because there's something else that follows. <laughs> it's very musical because it's a note there. Ooh. Now you have to like your own A few harmony. harmonies in there as well. I find it quite soothing, actually, just listening to it. Some people yeah. be getting annoyed because I'm talking over the top, and they're like, "Just let it ring out, David. Let's let's hear this yeah, properly." Yeah, I mean, it's not that soothing when it's next to you. However, the reason I'm playing this—if <laughs> you'd have just played me that, Ellie—that wouldn't have been a podcast feature. No. If you'd have just recorded me snoring, I probably would have just been like, "Well, we might use it, we might not use it." But then we realised that well, you had yeah. continued to record. Yeah, you hadn't so I'd, actually stopped I'd it. I played it back to you, and as I was playing it, I'd then stopped it but accidentally started a new recording which didn't realise so you had you had no idea that you were recording not for like 25 minutes and at one (laughs) and uh, we only realised a little bit later on and we thought I wonder if there's anything interesting on the recording that was captured and it turned out there was because (laughs) now and again you like to sing me little songs don't you Ellie I do sing you little songs and uh, let's hear then the song now bearing in mind this was not it's not a professional recording Ellie had no idea that she was recording this um, but this is one of Ellie's little songs an ode to me and it's lovely I think that we've been together in lockdowns now for about the last year but you still sing little songs to me so here we go Here's a lovely boy, David David Eagle, who brings me joy, Mr. David Eagle, who's so nice and cuddly, I'd like to give him hugs, who's the one I love the most. That's right, it's David Eagle. (laughs) I mean, I feel like the next challenge for you is taking my little David Eagle song and putting that into a mashup and getting that on Twitter. (laughs) 
I have done a little mashup of sorts, oh, actually, Ellie, which I was just going to show you at the end. Because I love your songs, Ellie, and I, you can hear me having a little laugh while you're singing it. But I was imagining maybe a different scenario where maybe I was a bit more angry and you came in and sung me one of these songs. And so I've taken uh, my angry outbursts we've played previously with the, the the song. This is what it could be like, Ellie, to, live in a, to be in a relationship with me. Here's a lovely boy. Fuck out. A shit who brings me joy. Fucking stop it, Mr. Driver Eagle. Fucking stop it. Who's so nice and cuddly? I like to get him. <laughs> Fucking stop it. Who's the one I love the most? Fuck off. That's right, it's Dave Eagle. Oh, fucking shitting. Fucking stop it. <laughs> <laughs> It's actually a clip taken from our counselling session <laughs> in which the counsellor says, why don't you try singing a little song yeah. to him and that'll placate him and let him know how much you, you love each other. He's a lovely boy. Fuck off. David, 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 At least you're enjoying it. I don't know what there is. Let us know what you're thinking, Rufus. Ah, oh, dear. Oh. Right then, let's head to the kitchen. Oh, yeah, we do that. Oh, yeah, yeah, there's, there's more stuff. Herbal tea of the week. Some folks like plain tea, others like tea herbally. But this is the feature that reviews herbal tea verbally. We'll give it a smell, we'll give it a drink. And then we will tell you what we think. Tis the subject on which we will speak in a brand new feature. Herbal Tea of the Week. Now, before we go into the kitchen, actually, Ellie, yeah. I've got a few other little bits and pieces. So, in the past, Ellie, I have talked before about Binny Hale, haven't I? The uh, 1930s, 40s music yeah. hall person who, actually, in her song, A Nice Cup of Tea, she sings about how much she loves tea. She loves tea so much that she says, I don't care about women's rights and women's liberties. So, you know, it's not... Women aren't coming out of this very well on this podcast, <laughs> are they? She says, I don't care about any of that nonsense. I don't want the vote. All I want is a cup of tea. She's dogmatic about tea. But I thought, if we find a tea that qualifies as a nice cup of tea, I could then play this little clip. Okay, so that's only if it's a nice cup of tea. Yeah. I also thought about other little clips that we could play, and there's a thing from the Unthanks, the folk band the Unthanks, who took a little bit of uh, Graham Miles, the Teesside poet and songwriter, who was writing about the Tees, as in the River Tees. But it works perfectly, because he, he doesn't say river, he just says Tees. So it works absolutely perfectly. We could use this maybe as a little bit of a jingle as well. The Tees. The Black Tees. That works perfectly, the Black Tees. The Cord Tees. Cold Brew Tees. The Foul Smelling Tees. Hopefully not. The Poisoned Tees. Hopefully not again. The Romantic Tees. Ooh. The Romantic Tees. So lots of different things. I mean, some of it doesn't work. The Poisoned Tees, hopefully not, and the Foul Smelling (laughs) Tees. But the Black Tees... Although some of them, I don't think, smell that nice compared Mm. to how they taste. So I'm sure we could think of a Romantic Tea for Valentine's Day, perhaps, for that week. Oh, maybe with... Romantic Tea. Oysters and asparagus. With a hint of lemon, maybe. Aphrodisiac. Aphrodisiac. I'm going to say cock teas, but... uh, (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> anyway, ah, I hope your kids aren't still listening. What's the time, Mr. Eagle, as well? And <laughs> truly finished. <laughs> right then, Ellie, let's head into the kitchen yep. for this week's Herbal Tea of the Week. Herbal Tea of the Week. Okay. Are we both having this? Well, I would never, I wouldn't say that you can't have a tea. <laughs> yeah, why don't we both have them? I yeah. think it'd be better if the yeah. two of us have it, and then there's an extra level of jeopardy. This is another game that uh, relies on statistics, so another educational game. We are going to rate the various teas that we have each week, and we're going to, as the jingle professors, review it on taste. We're going to review it on smell. I don't know, there's another category that I'm toying with, Ellie, yeah. and that is description. Okay. Because some of them have very flowery language, particularly the teas that have got flowers in. I think it might be interesting to go for that, but I'm not sure if that's going to be a keeper or not. So it's sort of an experimental bit whether I'll view whether we will rate the descriptions or not, or if that'll just fall by the wayside. But you know, we're all about pushing boundaries on this program. Some ideas won't work, and some ideas will be keepers. Massively popular, brilliant, innovative features like what's the time, Mr. Eagle? And then we're going to add all of those various things up. Obviously, we'll have separate skulls. Yep. But also, we will have the grand total, or the tea total, if you will. <laughs> the question is, Ellie, what is today's tea? Well, we are going a bit off-piste with this. Already? And this is the Already? first teacher. Some people would start on the straight and narrow, but not us. We're <laughs> radical, man. <laughs> Today we are going for one that we got for Christmas, and it is a pucker organic latte majestic matcha chai. My goodness. I mean, so, that wins the prize for the longest title so oh, I far. Well, so, of course it does so far. It's the first one. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Everything that <laughs> wins the prize or everything so far. Um, so it is, it is a tea. Uh, it is. At least it's a tea. <laughs> I mean, we'd really be going off these. It's not even a tea, everybody. So would you like the description next? Oh, let's have the description okay, then. So, have you put the kettle on? Uh, no, because it's not a kettle. Oh, oh, oh sorry. I'm jumping the but, gun here. Um, I have poured some milk into, well, oat milk into a jug and a normally do it on the hob but because we're doing two for one it's going in the microwave to heat up what no you can't i will not allow that what? i'm sorry and our listeners i'm sure you're with me here you can't have it in the microwave Waves. No, I'm not. I, I don't think okay. it's got the quality. Well, we'll do one for you and then I'll have to reheat. Do you not just you do it for both? For no, because we haven't got a pot big enough because the saucepan's well, rubbish. Okay. For, right, I'm doing it on a little milk jug. It's fine. I think that sounds a bit... I, I fear, I'm sure, listeners, you're with me here with this intervention. A microwave just doesn't sound right, does it? Right, well, here we go then. It's the going on the hob. The milk jug. Enamel milk jug. So you're heating up the milk now. Yeah. But what on earth? So this isn't a water-based tea. No. We really are starting. We're, we're starting with a, a latte, so that's mm. a very milk-based drink. And it says... Pure well, I mean, really, if given on what we know with my uh, guessing on what's the time, Mr. Eagle, I should have guessed latte. You should have done. Because I guessed la la latte three times. Oh, sorry. No, I'm reading the script wrong. Late. Late three times. Oh. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> see, this is meticulously scripted, this show, you see. A bit of a mistake there. But I suppose, actually, my mistake did lead to a bit of inadvertent comedy. You having that, Rufus? All right. Stick with us, Miles. What's going on, then? What's this So tea? it says, Purest emerald green organic matcha nourishes the heart of this delicious herbal latte drink. Spiced with cinnamon and cardamom and naturally sweetened with licorice. Oh, you love licorice I do it's a majestic you're not moment. such a fan of licorice. I don't really like licorice okay I'm gonna let's look at the scores here there's some wonderful use of adjectives majestic yeah. magic matcha moment is yeah. that what it said 
Yeah. What a lovely... Majestic matcha moment. Okay, so I didn't say magic. If it said magic as well, I might give them an extra point, but still. And it, well, actually, would I? Is that too much alliteration? An alliterated triplet. Absolutely wonderful stuff there. It's going to get high on the point scoring for that. And the beauty of pucker, it goes on to, connecting you to the world's most incredible organic herbal creations. Made with love and herbal wisdom, this latte uses the finest grade herbs for the benefit of people, plants and planet. I don't want to go too highly, but I absolutely love that. I don't know whether I'm going to give that a 10 on the description scale. Oh, do I give myself room for manoeuvre? Because if I give it this one a 10, where are we going? I mean, I think it's a bit overly flowery language. Do you? Yeah. That's interesting. We have different standards yeah. here. I, I kind of go in for that. I like it. It transports you into the world. I'll tell you what then, because you've got some reservations, I'm going to go for a 9. Well, what are you going for I'm with the go language? For a seven. Seven. Yeah. Interesting. So we have. Well, you, know, you can hear that we have different opinions on this, and that's what's good. If we just agreed with each other, this would be a boring feature. What gives it the drama? What gives it that push and pull? The yin and yang is that constant toing and froing of ideas. Oh, well, let's just add those up. So that's nine plus seven. That's a total so far of sixteen based on description. Ellie, so, talk us through the preparation. Yeah. So on the back of the packet, it says warm two hundred and fifty. 50ml of your favourite milk. In your cup, mix two heaped teaspoons of latte blend with a dash of milk to make a paste and then pour the rest of the milk in and stir well. Sweeten with organic honey if desired. So I've put the teaspoons of powder in. I've put a little bit of the oat milk, not hot stuff, just cold whilst we were waiting for the other. And now I have a little electronic whisk that okay. we would use normally for matcha green tea. What a beautiful sound. Never we need another score, which is just on just the experience because this is all part of the experience and having to use a tool like this whisk which makes such a beautiful sound and you can feel sort of a heat rising from it and there's a delicious smell going on as well as it whizzes round that's all part of the experience and that's what these teas are all about people and if you're not really into the world of herbal teas hopefully this feature is really going to galvanize you and get you into that world because sounds like this absolutely beautiful and the smells that are elicited and just everything absolutely delightful and it's it's all the ex it's just a whole experience and he's pouring the warm milk now and you can hear in front of me is the sound of the milk being poured and my, my right ear my right right microphone you can just hear the bubbling Ellie, of course, one thing I have negated to focus on is the the visuals, the visual aspect, I suppose, yeah. not being able to see. I've not it's thought not about that, thing, but for the listeners, give them a, a mental so picture, it's please. A green powder, sort of the colour of pistachio nuts. And when you put it in and mix it in, you get quite a, a thick, dark paste. And then as you add the milk, it goes a slightly lighter shade of of green. Are you ready for tasting, David Eagle? I am indeed. So I'm going to smell it first, of course. Oh, it's a rich, chocolatey, spicy. It's got cardamom, you said, in it, yeah. hasn't it? And you can smell that. It's absolutely delightful for smell. Oh, God, that's lovely. I'm going to have to give that a 9. I, yeah. I, I mean, I would give it a 10, but I just feel it's wrong to give you 10s. What are you going for? It's, uh, yeah, I'm going to give it, I'm going to go for an 8. Okay, so Ellie seems to be harder to please here. Now it's time to drink. Mm. First thing I'm going to say, it's got an absolutely delightful froth about it. Mm. And I love 
Oh, that froth is just delightful. Just mm. texturally, and it's got bits in as well, which yeah, I think maybe that's doesn't sound nice, but bits of cardamom just floating around it. It's just, it's lovely. That might sound like a bad thing to a lot of mm. people, that there's bits in it, but it's meant to be, and it's it gives such a lovely textural quality to it. Ellie, what's your thoughts here? It's got a very warming flavour. Oh, it has, yeah. Mm. It's almost as if it's got a bit of chilli or something in. That's, that's right, yeah. But it hasn't. It must be the licorice that gives it a little bit of a zing. It's a very spicy tea, yeah. Mm. A very spicy tea. And it's an interesting one because there's a little bit of spice that... Oh, okay. It really tingles my throat and a part of me goes, do I like that? It leaves an interesting, almost like Szechuan mm. kind of... It's interesting that you should say Szechuan because it oh. has got black pepper powder in. Ah. So it's got matcha powder, coconut milk powder, blue Weber agave inulin. Don't know what that is. Cinnamon bark powder, ginger root powder, cardamom, licorice, black pepper, and then cinnamon bark holistic extract and ginger extract as well. So it's got quite a lot of warming spices in there. It has. I think it's a strong starter. It's a very strong starter. I like it a lot. It's just, it's very strong and spicy i like the tang of it i'm not that keen on the bits i quite like the bits yeah i just feel like i don't feel like i should chew part of my tea oh i like the chewing element <laughs> i like it no no um, but I, do... I think that peppery quality is maybe like... slightly loses it for me yeah. but at the same time there's another bit of me that goes oh i like it it's such a oh <laughs> i'm gonna have to give it a seven we're not doing halves we no. can't do halves we've got to okay. give it round numbers so, so i'm giving it a seven i think i'm gonna give it a seven oh well. okay so let's add that that's 14 for taste yeah. so ellie please just recap before we give you our tea total 16 on description smell bit higher 17 and then 14 on taste which is not to say it's bad tea which gives us a tea total of 47 which officially makes it Oh, still, oh, sorry, it's a lot of bits of, <laughs> bits of tea in my mouth there. I'm doing a gig. Oh, yeah. I was yeah. asked to do a gig a couple of days ago. <laughs> they I, heard his terrible rant about how he felt yeah. so left out and isolated. I was asked to do a gig and I didn't say yes immediately because I had to go away and look up what a gig was because uh, it's been that long since I did one. Then I remembered. I'm like, yeah, I'll give one of those a go. So I'm doing an online gig at something called Live to Your Living Room and I'll be singing songs and telling stories and who knows what else will be happening. Ellie will be there as well. Might even try tea. You can find that if you Google Live to Your Living room that's where you can get tickets it'll be uk time i think something like eight o'clock but check on the website i'll probably be late because yep. you know you know what i'm like with the time talking of which a very exciting thing just happened oh, ellie yeah. hoisted a what's the time mr eagle upon oh, yeah. me just after the herbal tea which obviously we're not going to put out on this podcast but she's recorded for next week i won't tell you how it's gone and you thought i think you're sounding pretty buoyant david well i'm not gonna let the cat out of the bag we'll be back next week from me david eagle and me ellie skinner goodbye Bye. these teenagers they don't know what they're doing and how old are you i'm 17.